episode 5 of Moving Pixel Madness. My name is Ant and I'm joined, not as always, but I'm joined this time by Matt Hudson. How you doing, mate? I'm doing alright, mate. I'm doing, I'm thinking about that. I was like, bloody hell, these Pixels episodes, I like listening back to them. Then I think, I haven't actually been on any apart from the first one. <laughs> um, but that's because you've roped in the experts in, in the field which, and delivered free uh, superb episode and of course the first one was out of this world so I was on it but um yes mate no I, I'm doing it right it's uh it's a nice early start here again it's morning pixel madness over here but yeah I'm living the dream how about yourself mate morning very early morning pixel madness earlier than normal <laughs> yes um yeah I'm very tired so I apologize I thought you were randomly um but my attention is fully here and ready to listen and talk about about what with you mate uh this week we are going to be talking about the last of us games recently mm. they the games from naughty dog you naughty dogs they had uh, <laughs> their one year anniversary of the last of us 2 which that game was released without any kind of hitch or controversy so we thought you know what i've just finished the game a week or so or two ago mm. you know, let's, have, let's have a chat about it that the first game the second game the series the you know pinch potential for a third game and what we think about it because it's widely regarded by some to be the best series of all time or certainly one of them is the best game of all time or all their masterpieces or whatever now so yeah, uh, yeah. we wanted to talk about it but i wanted to hear up top ant's thoughts on that the first game is called a masterpiece the second one is called a masterpiece are they yes they are absolutely yeah. <laughs> I, was, they I was like are. i didn't think you were going to hesitate on that no 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 they are no. um mm-hmm. I, I, some of the controversy online about them is just uh, about the second one at least is uh, bonkers. Like <laughs> reasons for not liking something. Like the list is endless for Last of Us Two for people, and I think there are a lot of genuine criticisms of these games, and we'll mm-hmm. we'll get into that. And yeah, but a lot of the stuff that people didn't like Last of Us Two is because they're babies. <laughs> That's women, girls. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's no, yeah. I I was late because you played it uh, obviously when it came out, or same as the Mountain, friend of the show. Oh, I uh, blitzed it, t- it in about like you destroyed it because you don't like spoilers. Obviously, long, and I think I bl- I think I finished it in like two days. So literally an entire day of forty eight hours was spent in that mindset. Yeah. Christ, because you don't like spoilers. So kind of like how I played Resident Evil, I just blasted through it yeah. just so I didn't want it to, it to be spoiled, and I wanted to get to the end. Um, you played it very quickly as so as not to get spoiled and given the controversy and the leaks online as well there was a lot of there was you know part of the game was leaked to the story wasn't it yeah and that's what caused a lot of pre-game problems and i think a lot of people went into that second one with the intention of just not liking it oh yeah just sad. to mention to everybody here if you haven't played it don't listen to this oh, <laughs> oh yeah we, we love you listening but go play the games and then come the first one ain't quite as long ain't quite as long isn't quite as long and then come back and have a listen, but we are going to spoil the hell mm. out of these two games. Um, I think there's no other way to talk about them. No, no, of course there isn't. No, no so. Um, well, the first game, that's what, 20, 2013, first mm-hmm. game came out, is that right? Um, and again, I, I was late to the party because, you know me, it, as soon as Ant tells me to do something, I do it. He said, play, download this game, it's free on PlayStation. I'd seen it, I'd heard of it, I knew about The Last of Us, I'd, I knew how acclaimed it was, but I... It was in when I was in my funk, my gaming funk. I was like, I don't really mm. want to. Don't know if I want to spend a lot of money on a game. I don't know if I'll like it. And honestly, after the first first half an hour, when you when you're kind of crawling around warehouse, I mean, well, okay. Firstly, the intro to the game 
his boss, ignoring the oh notes to intro God. with Joel and Sarah and just You've trying to understand what's going on. Of, oh, God. Of what happens with Sarah is just... The, the world is set up so well in... This, like the scenes where you, you they're in the car and they're doing this and they're doing that and then they pull up and like everything's just gone to absolute shit and we've seen it in to have it be that fresh and to have it impact you that much when we've had that scene in so many zombie games mm-hmm. at this point it's just unbelievable like it's been in so many and to have it be that good is just yeah that it is a testament to why the last of us is so good is that it's in a really tired genre for most people Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, especially in 2013, like we were at the height of zombie fatigue for most people, I think. And um, yeah, I'm saying most people because I never really got zombie fatigue because no. I didn't watch The Walking Dead. <laughs> like, <one laughs> I didn't the watch reasons. The Walking Dead either. I, I, I no, think I, I watched like, mean, the like... first three seasons, but like, yeah. I, I, Survival I, I, horror and that, yeah. Yeah, I like that stuff anyway, obviously. So I never really got tired of it. I, I like seeing all these new different takes on it. So. But then I wasn't really prepared for what The Last of Us was going to be. Like you said, with mm-hmm. the opening moments, it, to get you that connected to a character 10 minutes into a game and then have the tragedy of what happens with his daughter and... Oh, oh man, yeah. It's, Which it's, then plays out through the whole game and the second game as well for yeah, parts. Yeah, but Because yeah. I went into the game expecting it to be a survival horror zombie-infected game. Yeah, you thought you were getting ready, didn't you? Yeah, so when when that happened, that's first opening prologue happened. I was like, right, here we go. Now I'm already I'm already very sad and terrified. But then we spend a little while crawling around in warehouses with you know goons trying to shoot you. And I was like, right, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Didn't think it was bad, but I was like, right, when when are we going to? But obviously that was more to, as a, almost like a tutorial. It's introducing you to the mechanics, yeah. Yeah. the mechanics of the game, how to play it, what to expect, how to evade and use stealth rather than just going all guns blazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Survival horror. Yeah, if you run in here and try and play this like a, a third-person shooter, you're gonna. You, you did. Yeah, you just yeah, gonna. You die. got overwhelmed, but then, yeah. but then we start to when we first start meeting the infected properly in the game, the the clickers. Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ! And they use their surroundings so. Well. It's a beautiful game for 2013. It's a, that was coming to the end of. Uh, it was the start of the PS4, end of PS3. Because this is a PS3 game originally, wasn't it? Yes, it was, mate. Yeah, yeah, right at the end of then. the PS3. Yeah, yeah. Same I still think it, look, it looks good now as well. Even even the PS3 version. like, And the yeah. PS3 is a console that it's got a lot of really ugly games. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it was in that era, but there was a lot of games that just had this like brown sort of like... Filter. Yeah, it's just... Yeah, like a dog shit filter over the entire game, and like mm-hmm. it was everything was set in like industrial places, and like it all looked like this still has that. You're still in a lot of like industrial, like worn down places. It's in Pittsburgh, isn't it? The first one, yeah, 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 Pittsburgh. Um, but no, this game is beautiful, and again, it's because you've got obviously the contrast of all that stuff. The the buildings and stuff would be boring, but you've got all this overgrown like terrain mm-hmm. and like um, all this like moss and everything over. You get some really beautiful scenes. Like, a standout moment for the visuals, obviously, is the giraffe scene. That is, like, an yeah. amazing oh, scene. And you just, just in... just a tender scene anyway, isn't it? Yeah, exactly, yeah. But you're just in this broken-down city, which we've seen a lot, but they managed to make something original out of that as well. This is a bloody giraffe walking around. And, and that's what this... Um, just talking exclusively about the first game, that's what, make, that's what made this game so special to me, was 
look, the story is great. The narrative is wonderful. Like you say, it's not necessarily what you haven't seen before. And obviously, we'll talk about the end later, but the story's great. But it's for me, it's character first. They put the characters first above the story, and they just happen to fill in the foundations with a great story. Mm-hmm. You, end, you know, what they do with Joel, and they set his relationship immediately with Sarah, which is taken away. We meet Tess. Of course, then Ellie's brought into the game. We have Sam and Henry, um, and even that Bell and Bill and David, you know, the, 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 the naughty boys. You you click with these people, um, mm. and how and Marlene, is, is she what you thought she was going to be? Do you agree or do you not? They put his characters first. So when Tess is bitten, I mean, I, you probably may have seen that coming, but when she finds she's bitten and has to sacrifice herself, you feel it. You yeah, feel yeah, it in yeah. that moment. And especially when she's just like, look, just get out of here and let me let me have this moment quietly. You know, do Which this is, for me. Like, a lot of this is down to Troy Baker and the rest of the voice cast as well. Oh, God damn it's it, It's like man, the yeah. game that sort of popularised this. A lot of games have done it anyway. This put it on the map, didn't it, with like genuinely watching great performances in games. Yeah. The other man, the cutscenes themselves, you know, you, you, we've got to just go on YouTube and just check out the cutscene films. The cutscenes are just great. Like the actual, they are, they are, they call it a cutscene movie, don't they? A little movie. But yeah. They're great. You don't realise. I mean, I went back and watched some for this episode just to reacquaint myself. And you don't you forget after playing The Last of Us 2 and like the scope of that, just how good the last of us it was and the story and how they mm. got all these characters together. Cause like, like Sam and Henry, they're introduced in the game and then how, what they have to go through, especially, well, I say especially Henry, but Sam, obviously you, you, I, I'd kind of forgotten about that. That it wasn't just Joel and Ellie. Cause you grow to love those characters, but it's the side stories around them. And yeah, honestly, mate, the characters they introduce in this first game, if, if, if the first game is a massive success, but Joel and Ellie are just bland, I I wonder how The Last of Us Two plays out because a lot of people again a lot of the controversy about it is because of the connection to the characters. But they said Naughty Dog uh, set it up so well in in this first game, and you know having Ellie being immune is I think that's a great little um, plot device. Having to get her to the fly, fireflies to create a cure, you, you have this like odd road trip. It's like a road trip game mm. where they've got to get from one end to the other. And you, like you said, the scenery they show, they're showing America uh, devastated and ravaged. And it's covering so beautiful. much ground over so much time as well. You feel like you've gone on that journey, don't you? Like, yeah. Personally. How long was that first game? 10, 12 hours, 15 hours? Yeah, yeah. And then the yeah. second one's double that, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you do. You they The way they use flash forwards as well works, you know, X amount of time later. I don't feel like that's a cheap cop-out. I think it's necessary. No. They're like, you there's do a really feel good like moment with, um, where Joel gets injured, he falls on like a steel oh, rod, doesn't he? And pales goes, himself. Yeah, goes through his side sort of thing. And then you're playing as Ellie as she's sort of coming into her own and learning how to survive and forage for stuff to look after Joel. And you see yeah. again then, in that moment, it's a really cynical world. Like the first people she comes across that try and help her turn out to be the biggest like creeps on the planet. Don't they? The Ooh. chef and like you, you get to experience that through her and mm-hmm. it sort of informs who she ends up becoming in the other game as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the, that's the great point about the last of us is you've got to get Ellie to the firefly so they can create a cure, but look at what the world's already become. The world's gone to shit. Yet humans still can't just band together. You still have factions that want to kill each yep. other. 
what good is a cure going to do? I'm sure I'm not the only person who's ever said that, but what good is a cure going to do when, you know, what's it, what, what, it's yeah. not going to bring the world back together again. It's, you're just going to, you know, put a bandage over this horrible, crappy world where, as we have in the last year or so, you know, sometimes you see the worst in people. You see that human traits, which aren't desirable, start coming out. Yeah. In this world, multiply that by 10. You'd think people would band together for resources, but no, they, they take what's theirs, they keep it, and set up barriers and will shoot and willingly kill and anyone who tries to like, impede on them. Not to get too uh, topical on the show, but there's no guarantee if you introduce a vaccine that people are actually going to want it anyway. So that, that, That's a good point. They might be asking, <laughs> what's in it? What's in this? Just, yeah. Fuck, what's in it? Just take the damn thing. Um, so it's, what's so in it? Well, whatever's in it can't be any worse than that clicker over there, and people would still say no. <laughs> Oh no, they're like, well, the cordyceps are the clickers, you know, maybe they've got rights. They've got a point here. Maybe they're just trying to, uh, help natural selection, help the world. Maybe being clickers is best for us. So cordyceps people as well, say like that. brought up is a real concept. And I don't know if you've ever seen, apparently so. I don't know if you've ever seen the pictures, mate. If you Google now, just like, let me do it at the same time. Google cordyceps, on air. um, insects, just type that in. Cordyceps. Look at what it does. It is exactly what it does in Last of Us. Cordyceps insect. It is, honestly, mate, terrifying. So oh. it does exactly what it does <laughs> oh. in the game. So you Things see the one with the spider oh. on the yeah, guy's oh, yeah. hand. Yeah. So uh, cordyceps fungi excel at infecting and killing insects. One particular species, Ophiocordyceps unitalaris. Has become famous for its ability to turn ants into zombies. It grows through an ant's body, creating a network of filaments that commandeers the insect's muscles. So it that's for it, basically. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a it's a zombie. Like that is disgusting. There's another one. Look at that one as well. It's horrible. Yeah. So Shit. that's what's so, happening in the Last of Us. It's, it's based, based on a real on concept, reality, and because you know okay. some absolute nutter is going to weaponize this thing someday and put it in a human you, or some shit. If this is the case, I'm coming straight up north, and I, right, Ant's played enough of these games. Plus, he's handsome. The handsome one survive. He will get me through this. I will be the Ellie to your Joel for Christ's sake. I, right? There's a question because people ask that all the time about. Um, do you think you'd be good in a zombie apocalypse? Do you think you'd be good in a zombie apocalypse, man? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm horribly unfit. So I can't run away from them. I've got no arm muscle, so I can't even swing a knife. And if I did, I'd be knackered after two or three swings. I see. Um, I'd like to think I am based on all the movies and games and everything, but I'm probably yeah, I'm probably the same. I'm, I'd pro- everyone in my here head would probably be shit. <laughs> in my head, I'd be I'd be saving everyone. I'd be like I'd be on a I'd be like swinging between buildings, drop kicking them out the window. But in reality, I'd be. I'd be dead in minutes or I'd hide and just die. Like, like some of the people in the games, they try to hide out and just end up being skeletons. I'd yeah. hide in my loft and that'd be it. Like I ain't coming down. Well, they that, can't that climb up. Something else you just mentioned there that the games do really well is finding all the notes and stuff and oh. reading about what's happened to people, which is yeah. obviously borrowed from resident evil. And yeah. so much of this game is borrowed from resident evil. It's just putting it under a new lens sort mm-hmm. of thing where resident mm-hmm. evil has always had this new sort skin. of over the top and campy sort of side to it as well as the scary side this is more it's got a scary side and a dramatic side instead of a campy side yeah i think and no i think you're Resident right it's, Evil it's very strange. revelations 2 if you mm-hmm. ever play that you can see how just how much uh then resident evil is then borrowing back from the last of us where both campaigns in that game one is played as barry and one's as claire you have a child sidekick in both that you mm-hmm. have to like 
take control of sometimes. You can crawl through smaller spaces and you have to do that. Do you know what I mean? It's exactly yeah, like yeah. The Last of Us. Um, but then obviously that's Resident Evil sort of losing its way because it's trying to be like something it's not. So It's losing um, its own identity. It's shedding its own identity for something yeah. for, to be the same thing, essentially. But it's just it's cool uh, to see it come full circle where so much yeah, yeah. of Last of Us, like I said, is Resident Evil. And then, yeah. And it's that aspect of the game which sometimes can get lost because there are probably some people like you who played the foot game when it came out or certainly the second one and missed out on a lot of those lore moments because they just wanted to finish the game. No, Maybe no, they went back afterwards no. and played it. No, I meant I, other people, not not you, but other people. Yeah, people I, I wanted went to through, get the game done. I, I did finish it in a short time, but that does n- by no means mean I just ran through it. I don't do that in any I remember game. you saying, so like, I know I'll, you, because I remember you saying you went and looked for all of, you, you, yeah. you explored at the same time, but I bet there were some people, and I don't, don't blame them, who yeah. wanted to get the game done, what happens, and then went back and explored, because there's so much stuff in the first game and the yeah. second that if you just go and look at a note, it, it, it explains the law. Some of it is is just people's notes to their loved ones, but it puts you in the, in their mindset. It's like, yeah, that's Shit. that's that's my jam. I love reading all those. So I, yeah. I missing those would be missing the game for me. So yeah, I did. I, I I went through and checked everything in, especially in two when you get that open world section in Seattle, like in Seattle, yeah, uh, and the horse. There's so much you can check in there, and it obviously rewards you in a gameplay perspective that it gives you extra stuff and you get extra yeah. craftable stuff and everything. So and you don't have to, with. but if you if you do, yeah, you get rewarded. If they, especially certain parts of that area, you could really do with more bullets, more uh, more health upgrades and whatnot. Now, exactly, yeah. Um, every every you don't, counts in the last of us. Yeah. I get why people wouldn't like say first first time round. I, I was very much in the mindset where I wanted to play finish that game, but in the Last of Us, yeah, I I pl- I remember started it. And then I didn't put it down. I just mm. would not put it down. I was going on till about three, 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 half three in the morning, and just rinsing through it. Um, it helped that it wasn't, you know, as long for, as yeah. the second one, let's say, or anywhere near as long as some of the other games I'm going to play. But I found it easy, not easy to play gameplay, but easy to get sunk into. Yeah. Now, I, I knew what the game was about. I went and in the, knowing the it was good. Is really good in the in the, the gameplay is really in the good. first one where um, the combat's Stealth, really crunchy, yeah. like. Every punch feels like a punch, doesn't it? It doesn't yeah. feel like a floaty sort of thing where you're just knocking down a health bar. Like when you when you punch a zombie in the face, you feel like you're literally smashing its head in. You feel and like it, you've just knocked its jaw in. And that's yeah, with Joel. With Ellie, she's obviously smaller and nimbler, so yeah. the game plays faster with her. Yeah, and she's got like a knife, hasn't she, as opposed to thing. But with Joel, like you said, it's like it's not a it's not like a nice fun experience to beat up an enemy like you play devil may cry it's like the most fun shit of all time to kill things <laughs> but with joel you kind of just feel like oh god let's just get out of this get yeah. out of this mess that i've just made like and you're punching like a zombie and smashing its head into the wall multiple times it's like oh <laughs> yeah it, now i'm like, thinking great because i'm out of the game yeah and you just like yeah, let's just leave. Because <laughs> you're thinking the whole time I'm doing this is a little scared girl next to us, and like, well, she's not scared by about two hours in. She's a killing machine. But at first, <laughs> yeah. like when you're just splatting heads all over the place, and even just humans, obviously that haven't turned, you're having to do the same thing. So yeah, because yeah. again, humans are horrible. Um, humans are worse than any sort of virus in the game, aren't they? Humans are worse than the clickers because the clickers have no control. What the humans do, and they still go ahead and do these awful things, like David, the cannibal. The, like, that that son of a bitch. Um, the cat, the, that fight, the cat and mouse game in the restaurant. God damn, yes. that was that's, that put the fear of arse into me the first time I played it. Because um, yeah, yeah. I was, 
I thought uh, I thought, oh, I'm quite good at this game, but it took me it took me so long to get past that because mm. I kept because I fucking kept finding me and or, or I kept making the noise or something or my, my stealth wasn't quite as stealthy as I thought it was. But yeah. it took me a while. Or then when I had to try and crawl to get that knife for some reason, I blamed the controller. I fucking thing wouldn't crawl. I just kept getting <laughs> kicked in the face and well eaten, I guess. But yeah, that's when Ellie just turns up, which is that's that's her moment in the game as well, almost mm. when she just mutilates him basically with that knife and Joel's has Joel's having to say look yeah, stop doesn't he yeah yeah but that's that's and before that I mentioned about Henry and Sam we're talking about the world you know cause I don't I, I didn't necessarily trust Henry to a certain point um but I loved Sam his little lad and I felt really sad when he wouldn't didn't let him have that like Optimus Prime toy and then yeah. he gives him the Optimus Prime toy and the next day he repays her by turning into a clicker because he's been bitten Yep. And then sat, and then Henry's got to kill his little brother, and it's moments like that which just in all because there are moments in this where which are quite which are nice. You've got some of the back and forth between Joel and Ellie is nice. The giraffe scene is now iconic, and it's a lovely, lovely so scene to set that up as well. Joel obviously lost his own daughter at the start of the game. You, fu- you yes. flash forward in time to where the virus has been going on for ages. People are segmented in society. It's like Twenty it's, years, isn't it, or something like that? Yeah, there's like some clockwork orange shit going down. Like everybody's sort of put into the. You're on a grid, and you've got to walk forward through the gates, and you've got to be scanned. In. All this shit's happening. And Joel is tasked with getting this girl to the Fireflies. Like, that's his job. Yep. He does not want a connection with her at all because he's absolutely yep. terrified of losing anybody around him. He is, he's just for all intents and purposes... He's a cynical, bittered man. And he's bitter a old man, now, isn't he? Isn't yeah. he? He doesn't want anybody near yep. him. And any time they do come near him, the spikes are out. So, like, he does not want a relationship. And then and he has a spiky relationship with Tess as well. where he's her, She's his closest ally. But even yeah. then, it's still, you know, it's, it's still at arm's length almost. Yeah, yeah. Because he just doesn't want to lose anybody. He's just broken, mm-hmm. isn't he? And um, yeah. he slowly just starts to have a relationship with Ellie. Just as you would through going through as much as they go through, you wouldn't be able to sort of just, like, put that away. And their relationship grows and grows and grows and then culminates in, I guess we can get into sort of that bit now with yeah, the man. ending. And Damn. The, the ending for me is... It's a justification for lying. I know people look at it in all different ways. Some people think he's wrong. Some people think this and that. I think it's a justification for lying. There is not many situations in life where you should be lying, but that is one. That is what a gut punch of an ending. We've used that phrase already, but what do you do? Do you do you engineer this cure, which could save humanity, even though it's broken, but you, but but you're like sorry, your newfound daughter. Or yeah. do you do you stop the cure like he does? Kill everyone, take Ellie, damn humanity, doom them. But you, you your bond and your you like the father daughter relationship continues forever. You've, your best buddy's still alive. Yep. And then the ending was such a conflict, and I loved it. I generally I remember afterwards because I remember There's you guys no saying, "I let us know what you think about There's the no ending." Big like thingy. No, it's just it's just Ellie on the operating table, and Joel runs in and says, "Nope." Like I will not give her up, no matter what yeah. the and you, cost. She's you get not the choice to die. kill the other doctors. Damn right, I killed the other doctors. I splattered them against the wall, mate. They take <laughs> taken our girl. Uh, but yeah, the ending is the, the final boss fight, if you will, which isn't even that. It's a cutscene when you've got the, the final in front boss of you. fight is morality. <laughs> exactly, yeah. You you've got Marley. She's like, just you know, we're, we're trying to do good here. We can save. We can save humanity. Bang, she dead. And then Joel shoots her in the face as well for good measure. 
and then we get the revelation at the end when even she's even at the very end she's like you know swear to me that you know nothing happened basically and he's like yeah I, oh yeah she she's under the entire time so she doesn't know what's happening joel yeah, carries her she, out she wakes up and has he, an inkling doesn't she she says what happened in the hospital and he said oh uh what does he say yeah, he's right, like right. oh it just it didn't work yeah they, they, the, the test failed basically yeah, yeah. the test failed they, 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 and there is no cure basically and he's like i swear and that's how and then she you could tell she's looking at him and it takes a few seconds and kind of nods and she's like okay all right she doesn't i'm not even at that moment you're not quite sure if she fully believes him or not yeah. um but then and again you can't uh, tell her that oh no yeah. she's basically yeah. the cure humanity's savior yeah and 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 that we're doomed because of her well through his decisions but because of her like but it's such a story point which gets everyone talking when i played the game when it, when it, when he did it, I was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, Joel King, he's saving Ellie." But then afterwards, when you realise, "Oh damn, that is that is it now for the world." And also, one of the things we were speaking about when I finally finished it was what's going to happen in the second game when surely this revelation is going to come come out now when people are going to find out. And as we found out, it does come out. But yeah. I think it's a brilliant way to end it because it, it's not it's not an easy decision. It's not an easy game, and you don't you don't end the game where you're thinking. Oh, I'm so glad that's over. What a satisfying end. You know, what a happy end. It's yeah. Naughty Dog the whole way. Uh, again, I know we flip-flopping, but especially in the second game, they make you do things you wouldn't want to do or like things you yeah. can question. And that now, ending does. Now we've hit, the, we've hit the ending of the first game. We can get into the second game now. Um, so Ooh. this was announced where a lot of people were sort of like, do we need a second game? And me included, I was like, do we need a second game? Yeah. The first time you see the, the trailer... Um, which was really dark. The trailer that first came out, it was at like Paris game show or some shit like that. I think mm-hmm. I remember rightly. Um, it was the bit where the Seraphites are hanging. Oh, they've got Abby. Um, yeah. They, they hang in yeah. someone and they, I don't think it's Abby that's there in the trailer or she might be, Is but it? you don't know it's her yet. And they're smashing somebody's head in with an hammer anyway. And uh, oh. it is absolutely <laughs> brutal. And Is it the one I, I where remember- they're smashing Yara's arm in? That might be it, yeah, yeah, yeah. That might yeah, be it, actually. They're clipping her wings, and that—that that is a horrible scene. But well, that I, was I released, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's too dark, and it's do this." And so I was kind of like, "No, that's what the Last of Us is." I don't this know is, what this is. Great, thinking, yeah. Um, it's then a we continuation got some, like, of a story. Yeah, then we got some story trailer stuff, and uh, started to get a bit more excited. And then, obviously, I wasn't like massively excited in the build-up to the game, in the sense that it's not that I wasn't excited to play it. It was just mm-hmm. I was kind of. And you know me, mate. I usually go into everything like thinking, right? Let's let's do this. this will, I, I want yes. this to be the best it can be. And but with this, I was tentative because I was just so attached to the first one. I mm. didn't want this to sort of be shit. Tarnish it. I'd yeah. had the uh, one of the big spoilers in it. I'd had spoiled for me in uh, of all places a live stream, like a Star Wars live stream. I was watching, for and somebody sake. just put literally put in the sidebar again. Don't listen to this podcast if you haven't played this game. There's your prior warning. Um, somebody just put in the sidebar, all in one like thing, no, no gaps in between. Just what Abby kills Joel, and I was like, Abby kills Joel. What's that? And I went, Oh, for no. fuck's sake! Uh, like I, I told you about my, I'd, I'd seen the Force Awakens by this point, but I was, I've said this story before. But I was watching on YouTube. Yes, I did do this. I was watching how to make chocolate brownies on YouTube because I wanted to make the best ones. <laughs> but and this was after the, this was after the film came out, only like a week or two. But in the comments of that. Han Solo is killed by his son Kylo Ren in big capital letters in the comment section of that video. Those so people, it, you can't 
go anywhere. Those people need to rot in the bowels of hell. <laughs> they, they need to be in this Last of Us world. Mm. Try to survive that, you bastards. But no, but, but yeah, that's that's yeah. <laughs> that, uh, this side, mate, mate. This side, mate. I probably would as well. Um, <laughs> the yeah, that's that's crap, mate. That that's crap. I that wasn't spoiled for me originally, but I'd, I had an understanding because. Um, I was I was so excited for the game. It took me a year to play it, of course, but um, I did want to. It's just money, but I, yeah. I I hadn't seen anything on YouTube. But I had seen a lot of things alluding to uh, the big tragic moment in the Last of Us. And, and you watch me I kind of put two and two together. Four hours, didn't you? After that, as well. That's it. I put two and two together, and I was like, right, someone dies, and I think it's Joel. And then when I was like, I'm oh, probably not going to play this game for a while. I would let me watch it. I want to. I want to know what happens because I really love the first game. I'll watch Ant stream it, and I got to that moment with Joel and Abby in the in the house, and yeah, I I kind of expected it, but I was like, "Fuck me, that was brutal." Mm-hmm. And it really is. They really in that moment, they've got to. It's purposefully got to like, hit it. Got to hit way it way over the top. How they kill him just to make you like viscerally angry. <laughs> yeah, and they have to do it, and they did. They did um, with Abby because you don't know when you're playing the game unless you'd read the leaks. You don't know necessarily that you in a minute. You're going to play in an hour or two. You're going to play as Abby, and she then becomes the hero of the game, for all intents and purposes. For some people, yes. For some people, no. So this is yeah. the big the contention point that I don't think people are wrong for, even though I disagree with. Like, as in, if you just don't like this game because it's got like a trans character in it, you're an idiot. If you don't like yeah. this game because Ellie's a lesbian, you're an idiot, and you also didn't pay attention in the first game. Played a DLC. Yeah, you didn't pay the DLC. Um, Which was decent as well. And you're an idiot. Um, And you're just a massive idiot anyway. And Yeah, but but like I said, I feel like we've got to be careful with this because that kind of stuff, again, shouldn't be a reason for you to not like a game. But I don't want that stuff to just blanket the actual criticisms of this game. And I think there are criticisms where... A lot of people just say that they just didn't connect with Abby's character, and like if you mm-hmm. didn't, then like that second half is uh, that second, second half is going is, to be yeah. a slog. <laughs> like yeah. if you Some don't like her play. and you're just Team Ellie the whole way through, and you didn't agree with anything that happened with Abby, so to give full context, you play as Ellie for the first half of the game on a revenge mission, going absolutely yep. ham, ham through Seattle killing everybody in sight to try and get to who killed Joel. Yeah. Um, You're killing everyone in that room with, with Abby at the time. Yeah. You're basically going to find them and yes, wipe them out. Yes, one by one you're going through them all, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, everybody fucking knows this at this point anyway, don't they? We don't need to explain the whole thing with Joel. Basically, Joel and, uh, thingy walk, Joel and his brother walk into this place. They think that they're walking into a bunch of strangers. The strangers are actually people that have been looking for Joel the entire time. Yeah, and the revelation that, in that yeah. scene is that Abby is the daughter of the doctor that Joel killed in the first game to save (laughs) Ellie. And her her motivation is, right, you killed my dad. Everybody else in the world's motivation is you stopped humanity from getting this cure. So basically you can understand why people would want Joel dead. Some people can't understand that and, and don't like it. I, for one... Joel is not the hero of their story. He is the villain, and he is a yeah. massive villain. If you recontextualize this story from the point where I'll the first it, yeah. game and the relationships don't exist, and you've been playing through Abby's story, you are now a character whose dad's been killed, who's on a revenge mission, 
by a guy who stopped humanity getting the cure for this virus, which has taken over the world. Yeah. He's you an play it absolute as tyrant. Yeah, you play it as the fireflies, and the and and the end the the end level is you have to engineer this cure. <laughs> yeah, you have to engineer this cure, and then before the big bad shows up, and then you're too late. Joel shows up, kills everyone, and dooms humanity. Suddenly, yeah, Joel is the big bad of the game, and yeah, I didn't. I don't want Joel to die. I love Joel, but you, I get in in that scene and in that, like you say, recontextualized, flip the narrative. I, that's the that thing. was going to happen. That that was what was in my head. Is I love Joel, but. He has to die. The yeah. guy no, has no, to yeah. die. Like, how on earth can he sell anybody on the fact that, right, I've got this relationship with this girl, which is more important than the rest of humanity. How many relationships like his has he damned in doing what he did? That's yeah. that's what it is, isn't it? And again, it I is. said it's the justification of lying, but that's an internal thing between Joel and Ellie. It's not a justification to the rest of the world. It's just no, a justification yeah. to Ellie. So and the based guy, in this world as well, the context of this world and yeah, everything. And, and this world, how it is at the minute, and there is no law and there is no anything, there is no other way that Joel had to die. And I yeah, think there's a reason that it was, it was all kept a secret from the camp that Joel was even living in, because I think somebody in that camp would have killed him. Yep, well, because Tommy was the only one, you know, Tommy's like, I'll take it to the grave. But Tommy Tom was the only person that we know, really, who was his who knew. brother. That's the yeah. only reason he didn't and kill even, him. And he, only, and he didn't tell him straight away either. It was because no, he could tell something after. Yeah. was on his mind. And yeah, that's the moment in that, because Joel and Tommy save Abby from the, from clickers. And, you know, at the time, you know, they're buddies and you know, Abby's got no reason not to trust these people and vice for as soon as they go into the room with, um, Abby and her crew, the wolf. And she goes Tiger Woods on him. Uh, yes. <laughs> well, as soon as he goes, this is my brother. And he goes, I'm Joel. Oh, the the this the energy room. sucks out of that there room. Isn't, there bro. isn't, yeah, there isn't even. A, there's not a sound cue. There's not anything. You just feel it. You just the feel body like that, chain, that body movement. That's it. People's leg. People uncross their legs. Their back straighten. Yep. They unstay stiffen a bit, and it's like. And even he's like, "Are you talking like I can't do the voice, but talking like you've heard of me?" And then yeah. and Abby's like, "Because we have bang." And yeah, you don't want it to happen, but the the game needed that, and I applaud not, and I will always applaud Naughty Dog for this that. They didn't give us a sequel, which was Joel and Ellie go on another road trip together. They had to do something to shake it up, and they did it in the most awful way possible. And then have you play as the person who killed our beloved hero, and then have you uh, warm to her and her story and feel sympathy and empathy for her. Then you have to face off against Ellie once, and then twice again. It's this, yep. this game is no, it's relentless. And I was, there was moments in this game when I was playing it where. I said I I don't want to play I don't I don't want to press square or I don't want to I don't want this cutscene to load or whatever because I don't want to hurt anyone. <laughs> of a moment so where I didn't did, want to did go it forward. all work for you like that then? Yes, the, it worked in the for way me it was supposed to. I, it absolutely yeah. The only bit that didn't work for me, it, this is the only bit, and I and I mean it in the sense that maybe this was the way it was supposed to work. It's not that I mm-hmm. thought it was bad. I didn't I didn't care about Ellie by the end, as in I was done with Ellie. Ellie didn't learn a lesson at all. That, yeah. And she did it again and again and again. And then she sort of learned a lesson and then she goes back. And I was like, I don't want to play this bit. And I, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I was just, I just meant I, I, I wanted Abby to survive at that point. Like look at what Joel mm-hmm. had done, how bad the magnitude of that was versus what Abby had yeah. done. Abby had killed this guy who basically, yeah, she would have become a martyr if everybody knew what had happened. Like 
she mm-hmm. she she was the person who killed the guy who killed the rest of the world. Like she would have been called. Said people would have said she was more in a more justified position than Joel, who's justified in his own heart. He thinks that's the right thing to do, but the rest of the world wouldn't think that. Yeah, yeah but Abby, imagine that in, in, a, in a post-apocalyptic world where you've killed the guy who stopped the virus. Like, oh, you'd be a legend. You'd be a hero. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And and that's not why she did it. She did it for a personal vendetta. And it's it's complicated but yeah like i said by the end when your mission is to go and kill abby as ellie i didn't want to do that i just didn't want to it's do funny that. that's what i mean i didn't want i didn't want the scene in the theater which is fucking bonkers where yeah. you when it's, i've got a recording of it go on ko-fi you can see my playthroughs but one of the moments is i literally say oh shit now i've got to go and kill ellie when in the theater when she's at the bottom of the theater shooting up at yeah. lev and abby's like Oh man, where's this going to go? I didn't want to play. I don't want to kill Ellie. I love those two, man. Mm. Um, I, but I hear what you're saying, though. But the personal is the word. The game is personal for the player because of the attachments. But everything inside this game, Joel's yeah. reason for doing what he does, Abby's reason for revenge, and Ellie's Abby reason also, for going to kill. You, you mentioned Lev then. Lev, Ab- Abby yeah. and Lev have this relationship that sort of mirrors what Joel and Ellie had. And- exactly. Yeah. Abby's humanity is really brought out by Lev, even in those moments in the theatre, like you said, where Abby's about to kill Ellie, isn't Lev she? Lev is the key to all of this. Lev stands there and says, Abby, no. Like, that's not yeah. who we are. That's not who we're going to be. And- Abby's about to slice Dina's head off and then and then stomp Ellie's gr- face into yeah, mush. even though Dina's without- pregnant. Like, Yeah, she's like, good. But then so was Mel. When Ellie didn't realise that, but she kills Owen, the love of Abby's life, another interconnected story, and Mel, who was pregnant, and it's it's that kind of payback. And there's the use of the use of this like, skewed narrative is what makes the game so good for me. Is that you play you play through and you kill Owen and Mel, you don't think of anything of it. Later on, you realise who they were and the ramifications of that. They used the flashbacks of Joel and Ellie's relationship fractured. Like, why aren't they? Why aren't they the two that we saw in the first game? What's happened in those? that time period they use it so well this strange uh narrative but um yeah lev is you know and even at the end in the the fight at the end ellie uh, it's joel that brings ellie back it's joel that stops ellie from becoming the devil but obviously the the presence of lev as well you know she's like you brought him into this but even at the end she's like just take him without lev you know the 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 game hinges a lot on lev i think and he's and what he when he goes back to the to um the Seraphite village uh, to go and try and talk his mother down and get her out of it, and he ends up killing his mother or you know pushing her and killing her. They is Lev and Yara aren't just side characters; they're not just tertiary characters on for the ride. They too have a meaning, and the reason why Lev was outcast as well, which is I imagine again contentious for some idiots who played the game. They're not just characters who brought along for the ride; they they're fully fleshed out, and Yara has a part to play, um, especially after getting her wings clipped. Oh, uh- um, oh, God, and, yeah. and what she does to help, she sacrifices herself for Lev and Abby. And it's that moment, Abby's like, "You're my people." Uh, upon the accusation that it was her people that killed her sister, so much happens in that frantic kind of final couple of hours or five hours, which just elevate. And when we get to the to, to Haven, the village, and that's and the scene where Haven's just in flames, and you've got to ride through it. I was squealing like this. Firstly, this looks cinematic as fuck. And secondly, I'm scared to death. And thirdly, this is the most epic thing I've ever seen in my entire life. (laughs) It was just quality, mate. 
Yeah, man. Yeah, that was that was a really was good so moment. Much. Yeah. What about the pacing? Because a lot of people have said I've read up people saying that there was mo- a lot of moments they thought you know they could have trimmed a lot of the game out. There was moments in the middle. They, they said especially of Abby. They said, but I don't. I don't feel so. Maybe like maybe an hour. Maybe I don't know. But nothing major. I, I don't think it wastes any time. I think all yeah. the time spent with the characters is informing. The, the characters' relationships and everything the entire time. You don't really get a bit where you're just like, well, what are we doing here? Like That was that didn't add up to anything here. No. Um, I I get why people would say it, because it is a long game. And for a yeah. game like it is, where it is a narrative-driven third-person Sony game, which are infamous for just having a lot of walking seg- segments, like where you're just walking and talking, which has basically become the new unskippable cutscene where if you're <laughs> yeah. replaying this now and you're just having to walk and listen to this conversation that you've already seen, like a bunch, of, it does affect replay value. And I had the same problem with God of War and the same problem with a lot of the Sony first party stuff where, um, yeah, these like sort of narrative walking, talking thingy moments. If you already know every single word, they're not going to hit as well. And I do yeah. think the games are designed more just for a first playthrough. Like, I don't think you could play these, like, people do, I know they do, but I personally couldn't play these, like, back-to-back because I don't think it would be effective. But mm. g- give it a break and, and sort of go back again when you've sort of maybe forgot a bit more of it, then, yeah. But I don't know if it, I don't know if that means that it needs to be cut out. I just think that's just what these games are. They are these yeah. massive sort of cinematic... Um, Lots of cutscenes, lots of dialogue, lots of performances, and like, yeah, the, the, Sony are the best in the world at that um, with their first party stuff. They are, and I don't think no, I don't think you should cut corners with it. Yeah. I, yeah, they should, they should be allowed to. And I, I know the first game is is sort of half the length, but this game is mm-hmm. telling two sides of a story. They if went you just took Ellie's it side of it. it is, yeah, if you just take Ellie's side of it, it is the same length as the first game, but you're not. You're seeing somebody else's perspective and, as well. And it's not as interesting either. If, and I, and, and I, I had a different reaction at the end. I felt so conflicted at the end when the the bit the, main, the fight is going on at the end and you've got Abby's half dead, Ellie's half dead, and they're fighting. When when she's fighting, I was like, yeah, go on, kill her, kill her, because what she did to Joel. But then I remembered, I was like, no, you don't. I like Abby now. And I yeah. was like, shit, oh, is she going to let go? Do I get, am I going to get a chance to? If it was just Ellie's game, and it was just her getting revenge. It would have been fun, but it would have had nowhere near the level of impact. Yeah, we see Joel die, but if the end was just Abby goes, uh, Ellie goes to meet Abby and she kills her and have a fight and she dies, that's cack. Uh, that's cack. You needed, I think, you needed to differentiate this game from the first game to make it bigger by having this the Abby section in because also it opened up the world. We got to see how the other factions work, how normal they are behind the scenes. Um, bring in characters like Yara and Lev and just expand things. And this game did that fucking well. And I know a lot, and you guys warned me as well that there were uh, moments where you'd think the game's coming to an end, but nope, you've still got another five hours to go. Then when yeah. that happens, that feels like an end. Nope, you got another one. And I think maybe that, I don't know if that kind of wore people down. I don't know if they kind of thought that this is a logical end point and it didn't. For me, I, I was like loving it. Again, maybe it's because I was a year removed and I didn't have that urgency to finish it to avoid major spoilers or whatever. But mm. I mean, I was I was happy with with the length of it and the different twists that occurred where we where you kept playing rather than finishing off. Like they could have ended it in the theater. They could yeah. have ended it. Would have been very da- dour, but they could have ended. They could have ended it. 
here's the thing that a uh, lot of before people she say, goes off to find Abby. Um, a lot of people say that it should have been a choice at the end. What do you think about no. that? I don't know. Oh. No, like I don't. It I like been your choice. What you do? Do you kill you do. Abby or do you spare her? I, I mean, it would have been interesting. It would have been fun to see the alternate endings, but. I like the, I really like the way it ended, mate. And I, I get people might be unsatisfied, dissatisfied, but I really like the way it ended, where it's where Joel Joel saves Ellie in the end. You know, Joel did what he did for reasons and was the person he was because he had to be. But Ellie wasn't going to become Joel by killing Abby. She wasn't gonna she wasn't gonna get any get anything from it. She wasn't gonna change herself. No. If she would, it'd be for the work for the worst. Like Abby. She could have killed Dina and Ellie, but at that moment, she realizes now that nothing will be achieved by doing this. She's killed Joel, but she still isn't. She still hasn't found what she's looking for necessarily. She hasn't found that inner peace. Yeah, Ellie finds it right at the very end, and I think that is, I think that's brilliant. And then you get to the epilogue at the house when you know, she goes back, and you think like, if, you know, Dina and little JJ have gone. She plays on the guitar. Well, she can't play the guitar anymore, and she leaves well, it, which is behind. very, very symbolic isn't it that she's yeah. now literally lost the ability to to remember joel because yeah, she can't yeah through her the music. main thing that they did even during this game they're showing you flashbacks and stuff of him teaching her the guitar but because she's had a finger bitten off she can't now play and yeah the, the notes are gone and it sounds wrong and like yeah it's a, it's a lot of very sort of symbolic stuff at the end there which would you really would like the choice in um I think it might have been a a more powerful thing, but I would have still chosen what the game chose anyway. I would have chosen not Mm -hmm. to kill Abby. So Mm -hmm. it it doesn't really make a difference to me. But again, it it did work for the game's job. I think that they set out to do was to sell you on Abby and make you buy into the fact that she was now the character that you were going to care about after loving Ellie so much. And then having the character who kills Joel who everybody loves so much. You bastard. And then you end up being on her side by the end of the game, I think is mm. an achievement just in storytelling alone. That yeah, I is, agree, mate. Is phenomenal, honestly. Like, I still, I still have Ellie by the end of the game. When I started the bit with Abby as well, I was still in this bit where I was reeling. I didn't want to play mm. as Abby at all. Yeah. And just like everybody else, but and the thing is, with some people went through the entire end of the game still not wanting to play as Abby and still yeah. hating it. Whereas by the end of the game, wouldn't do it, would they? By the end of the game, I was I was Team Abby. I, di- I didn't agree with anything that Ellie was doing. She she made the wrong choice literally five times, didn't she? She she like she does it, and then she she makes the mistake, and then. She just looks like she's like got settled and she's fine. And has the little up. moment uh, thingy in the uh, in the barn, doesn't she? Where she has like the PTSD in the barn. Tommy mm-hmm. turns up, leaves Dina alone with this kid again. Like in a yes. world like that, le- to that leave her alone the, with that kid is that's just a moment where you think, right now, and I think that's also why the, the ending is justified being non uh, non optional. The fact that you when she does leave, you are like. No, what are you doing? Why are you why are you pursuing this? You know, you've yep. got everything made. Fuck Tommy, you know, like, you know that's and Joel's then you brother, have to play he's... it, and that's the moment what I'm on about. Where I'm like, I don't even think you should be here, so I don't really want to go around this escapade with you anymore. No, that's fair enough. But I think having and that's having not a criticism. Ending... That's that's a compliment to the narrative, but just from a perspective that I now, yeah, I'm now mad at Ellie. 
Yeah, I think having the ending be as it is, it, it, I think if you had the choice to kill Abby, I think then it is, then it's, I don't like the, let kill Abby, I don't like that. I think having Ellie make this choice, which is fundamentally wrong, just to drop everything for one chance at, to kill someone and for what, I ain't going to bring anyone back, but so, then have her repent at the end, I think was, it for me, it made up for the decision to do it. Here's, here's, we'll get into this thing quickly, because um, we've been gushing about these games now for 50 minutes so let's <laughs> here's the criticisms that i've heard which are valid i think <laughs> is that this game and the choices that are made are nothing to do with you they are absolutely nothing to do with you this is ellie's story and you're just playing through it there is no well, part of this game that is informed by what's you. the name's heading with a with a bloody point exactly it's it's her story and she'll do this and also another criticism which i do agree with and i know it sounds like there is a lot more to this game than just this, but that the actual message of the game is like it, it, it's a, a child's sort of interpretation of violence is bad when you think about it. Um, <laughs> it's it's oh yeah. the cycle of violence is bad, yeah, killing people's bad and and being like uh, uh, and and wanting revenge is bad and all this stuff. That's very very surface level as far as like thematic stuff goes, isn't it? Yeah, I'm just trying to think how I felt at the end of the game about the messages because yeah, they're clearly the, the whole game is setting you up on a revenge mission. Then at the end, they I, pull I, I'm the not rug saying these say, are my criticisms. Not, by but, the way, these are criticisms I've heard from other people. I didn't I necessarily can, yeah. feel that way. I I was feeling all the emotions that they were trying to make me feel. Like I was going through all this game and then watching a few videos, like from other people's perspective and stuff, and especially people who criticised it because they were more mm. interesting. I think when you everybody. Have to have- in a sea Double, of people yeah. just gushing about it, I can't help do that on this episode that we've just done because I loved it. But yeah, I you do... can't. You need the balance of opinion. Don't yeah. you? As long as you're not, as long as the person is a mentalist, that you've got to have a balance. And and um, they're also trying to teach you like that. This is another part to that criticism is they're trying to teach you that violence is bad, and uh, you shouldn't want revenge in a game where you are splattering humans across every single left, wall, right, in it, and center in a third person shooter which gives you every single tool and makes the game's mechanics so fun that you mm-hmm. can set up like tripwires to make people's Bombs, legs yep. explode off and then stab people in the eyeball with a like which, screwdriver. Which was fun to do. But <laughs> violence is bad. Like, which I yeah, do agree with that criticism. I genuinely that's do. That's skewed. Yeah, not, not, not you. I mean, that is a, there is a skewed way of looking at it. Like, yeah. His violence is the, bad. It was the game's it, job at that point to introduce mechanics which weren't just killing people. If they want yeah, to exactly. show you what a game where not doing that looks like, then show us. Show us what a game yeah. like doing like that looks like. Like show us a game where, why, like why couldn't we have even? Had, so maybe with Ellie it doesn't make sense because she's on a revenge mission. Show us yeah. a bit where Abby's saving people like through the gameplay you're having to run yeah, yeah. into houses Not and in drag scene, people yeah. out who are about to be like set on fire by the seraphites you're having to run and stop people from getting bitten by the thing and they do it a little bit but it's all in cutscene stuff don't they that they're looking after each other yes. the, the wlf and like I d- yeah that is one of the criticisms very few for this game that i do agree with is that it's yeah i mean a very base you- level message and the message isn't delivered by the gameplay at all and it's something that i bang on about all the time to all everybody who i know to everybody's boredom is that i absolutely love it when games marry systems and narrative and themes and all this with gameplay and 
yeah, this game doesn't mesh perfectly well like that, but I think it's good enough in all its other areas that it doesn't really matter to me. Yeah, I mean, how do you fight violence? It's a very strange one to say, obviously, trying to put a message across that violence isn't the way whilst having just like gratuitous violence in order to get time, but yeah. at the same I, the, the one thing I took from it was like the need just for acceptance to like, move on. That that was the one thing I got. Obviously, revenge. But by the time we got to the end, my, that was my feeling was that Ellie didn't kill Abby because what will it what will it really achieve? She's killing this pathetic yeah. weak the woman. The cycle of violence is bad. That's what the message of the game. Yeah, the cycle is. of violence is bad. Abby realizes that she's killed Joel, but she's accepted now that it will never bring her father back. She's accepted that you no. Know, she has to move on. Ellie accepts that at the end. That's how I got it. But yeah, the way in which they get there is by utter violence and chaos to get to that moment. And, and when you do think about it from that point of view, and again, we have been full of praise for 50 minutes, so we're, yeah. we are allowed a couple of minutes here to just criticise. It is really, like I said, like when you think about what they're trying to teach you with Abby, oh, well, uh, Ellie killed uh, these people, but they also have lives as well, and they're nice people. And then it's like mm-hmm. the same with like, oh, well, you were about to kill Dina and she's a nice person, but you didn't know and people are nice and you shouldn't stab them. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. That's the message <laughs> at the end of the day. Mm. People are nice, um, do not stab them. Naughty dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, that is Naughty Dog's tagline. Yeah, um, yeah well, some, of the mo- some of the levels felt a bit uh, like towards uh, like the, I don't want to say two thirds of the way through. Some of, some of the exploration, well, well, I didn't bore me whatsoever, but... It felt a bit repetitive at times. Yeah. Um, but that was really my main gripe his, was I was so into it. Like, I didn't really notice anything make, else. As we uh, as we get to the end here, what game, which game do you prefer then out of the two? Shit. Um, <sighs> the story of the first game and how tight that story is and the relationship and the ending is unreal. I, I think I've, the first game's tight. But I love I but agree, I love yeah. this second game, man. I really, I, I really think... love the scope and the s- twists and how they, how Naughty Dog strangles you. It was like, hey, look, we've just killed Joel. This woman's a, this woman's an absolute bitch. Now you're going to play as her and you're going to love her by the end of it. And you're going to try and we're going to try and make you twist the, your view of Ellie and the balls to do that are gargantuan. And I, to me, they hit it. To me, this game was fucking brilliant. I think, uh, I think I really two has it. higher highs and lower lows, I would say. Yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't think there is much to crit- Like, I would just gave a bunch of criticisms then. And, like, I, again, the first few I gave were other people's criticisms and then just parts that I sort of agree with. You gave a couple of criticisms mm-hmm. for the second game. But I also think that when it hits, it just it is so good. And I, I've spoken about how I'm sort of uh, scared that this is the future we're going towards, where all games are basically trying to be more and more like movies, which is not something I want personally. Yeah. Um, I like games to be like video games, so yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't want them all to be like this, but if every now and again I get to play one of these uh, and it's this good a story, then it's absolutely worth doing. As long as sort of, it, it, we don't, I think there's a tendency to go, right, The Last of Us is the best in class at everything and all this, stuff, and I don't think it's that. And no. it's For me personally, anyway, it's not my favourite game of all time or anything, and for some people it is that, mm-hmm. but yeah, the the second game when it is firing on all cylinders, it was amazing. And I'm not going to pretend for one second I didn't rush. absolutely love it. But the first one, like you said, I think it is more consistent, more tight. But that's what you get out of having a shorter playtime. Like yeah, it's exactly. half the length, 
which means you've got half the time to sort of impress, but half the time to make mistakes. But less and, time to sod about. Yeah, and just like aptly so, uh, the second game does more right and more wrong because it has more time to do both. Like, yeah. that's just how I think it you're is. Right. I think you're right as well, mate. The game can be called a masterpiece, and my it is. my my, my it gaming is. is to a smaller extent in recent years to most people. But this is the best game I've played, certainly in the last two decades. I think, this mate, is the and last you, last and you might stunning. play every game. If you played every game that sort of I'd played in the last decade as well, it may this still, still might be your well, best yeah. game. Yeah, exactly. Like, but at the same time, I agree with what you say, though. It's just because I might think this game was a masterpiece it doesn't yeah. mean that, like you say, it doesn't mean every component worked. It doesn't have to be. That doesn't have to make. Not everything has to connect together. Like, yeah, some of the pacing was iffy. Uh, some of the narrative choices that you couldn't make would have been interesting if you could have done how that. Yeah. But it didn't mean that by the end of it, I wasn't. You know, I was hooked the whole way. The adrenaline was hit at some point. Some points you were like, I didn't want to play because I just didn't want to see what happened next. Yeah. Um, but by the end, I was like, honestly, I by the end I just felt empty. I was like. Honestly, like the experience, you, then, I was mate. like, shit, man. What do you think about this stuff about there being a Last of Us 3? Right, that was what I was going to say to you, because I think if you have the choice at the end of the game, it takes away the need for a number three, because exactly. yeah. it changes it. But I I would like to see the third one, because I think there's a story to be told here. And um, what is that, that story, again? I think, well, Ellie, not Ellie, sorry, Abby has reached um, uh, the island she was going to, forgive me, I forget the name now, yeah. um, Santa Barbara. No, that was California. She's reached the island. Um, Abby's uh, uh, Ellie's still out there. I, th- I think they can. I think the story for Ellie and Abby isn't finished, and I generally do. Like, what happens now? Does everyone just go off? I think they can have the two come back together. Whether that, and it sounds cliche, whether they can create a cure, but have Ellie find those fireflies again because something happens. Abby is there. They have to come together, and they create a cure from it. Whether it's a sacrifice See, from I, Ellie, I'm I don't know. But disagree. Because I don't think that's a story I'd want to see, to be honest. It depends how they do it, though. I mean, it, obviously, it comes down to it. They could do it, and it could be really cliche, I, I really schmaltzy and bad. the first game, but then when you say, well, Ellie loses Joel, and that's the narrative that you're going mm-hmm. forward with, is that well, how does how does the world look to Ellie? Like, how does the world look with Ellie in it without Joel? Mm-hmm. Which is fascinating. And as soon as I saw that, and then without even knowing anything about Abby, I was like, oh, this is perfect. That's how you carry this on is now Ellie's – I don't see how – what you're saying, mate, is a a lot of people do want that, and a lot of people are saying, right, I want a sequel where they do this, and I want a – how do you now go again making this a violent as fuck third-person shooter after doing a whole game where two people get over being – like that well this is it i if, if, like, if, who if are i we, could who are we stabbing and mashing into walls this time while lev sat there saying no we're not like this and uh, while ellie's subconscious is sat there saying we shouldn't be doing this but we're gonna Fedra, do it again the, that's what i think i could think of like the the military um the only one i could think of they want to get their hands on the cure that they make and you've then got an in, in distribution i don't know how but something in me thinks that you know at the end of it ellie you know, there's a symbolic and actual loss of Dina and JJ, whether they're gone. Has she gone to find them? Has she gone to live her life? Is this just the end for her? Abby yeah. and Lev, do, do they settle on the island? Is everybody happy now? See, I'd Are be we happy just going to have the world? I'd be happy with another game, just not with these mm-hmm. characters. I'd, I'd be absolutely up for another story in this universe. But just but not with the characters. Just not with Abby or Ellie. <laughs> like it's just 
it's a tough one because I maybe I've got recency bias, but I'm like, man, I, I want more of this. I want, but at the same time, though, my, my the no, counter uh, to, to my own point. Me, no, I, I, I'm in the minority, but I said this as soon as as soon as I finished last oh, two, I didn't want another one. To counter my own point, though, is how how do you end that game? Do you do you have the do you end it with this vaccine being shipped around the world and everyone's celebrating because they've been jabbed? How, how would yeah, you end the third the game if they? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It would be like this would be the Empire Strikes Back, which I suppose it feels like it. But um, how do you? end that game you could have ellie sacrificing herself but then do we have to have a, a dlc where we yeah. see whether the vaccine worked or not i mean and again i will mention here if they bring out a third game and it's and the trailer comes out and they've got this idea <laughs> again they are writers i am not so well, maybe apparently they've, they've got, got this the story idea. yeah and, got and one. if that comes out and it's great i will happily eat my words like it's just yeah. in my mind at the minute i'm not sat here going god i need this i need that like I don't really uh, if need they don't any do more it, from it. If they don't do it, this is a stunning, a brilliant way to end it. If they don't, yeah. I would love another game just to have another crack at the universe. I wouldn't want it to become like a, a sprawling franchise like your Resident Evil. I don't want to see like 10, 12 games, three maximum. And then yeah. let's have this, br- let's let hopefully have the ultimate holy trilogy of games where one, two, and three are out of this world. Yeah. But yeah, they've got a story. I trust in them because the first two games were so good in the terms of the exactly, story and the characters. Yeah, I, so again, they do come I, out, I, I do fully trust in them if they announce it. It's just in, in concept and in theorizing an idea for it. I've not heard one person pitch me a story that I think is compelling enough to play a game. And the ones no, that are enough, compelling, mate. they don't fit into the mold of what The Last of Us is, which is a third-person violent shooter. Because a lot of people yeah. are saying, like, oh, it should be about this, about that. You, you've still got to... And they will never make a Last of Us game which you aren't blasting things heads off with shotguns because there are a yeah. lot of people that just play it for that, is, which is what we forget. Like People mm-hmm. love the gameplay of this. and Yeah, and they upgraded the mechanics for the second game from the first one so well as well. They'd have yeah. to then up the stakes for the third game if they did that. I remember seeing a video once, to be fair, just, just as a little a side joke here, where I remember Naughty Dog talking about how you could go prone in the grass and how, like big of a thing that was and i remember seeing a video of a guy like you could fucking do that in metal gear solid 3 <laughs> years 2004. ago 2004 <laughs> like yeah it worked yeah, there when you think about it because that's a big that's a big part of the gameplay it's like going is, laying yeah, in the yeah. grass i'm only joking but then, that one, but but then when you think it's not like a revolutionary idea so can you no. imagine them sitting around their table like most games what, what, let what, you do that what will blow people's mind i've got one how about hear me out here they lay down and everyone is like down. throwing their coffee in the air. Yes, fuck me. Like, yeah. <laughs> Naughty dog's back. Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. You, you're mad of fireworks going off and Druckmann's got his willy out shaking it in everyone's face. <laughs> you can imagine that. Lay down. Whether that happened. Well, to f- finish then, mate. So we've got, what, what was your answer? For me, The Last of Us 2 just about edges the first game. Same. But I don't know how. Same, okay. Yeah. They're bringing, HBO are bringing out their series. What are your hopes for that, mate? Pedro Pascal oh. is cast as Ellie, and I can't. I'll find out who's cast as Abby. It's the Game of Thrones girl. Um, it is uh, Bella Ramsey. Yeah, it's bloody thing from Game of Thrones, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Gabriel and Mo Dandridge is back as Marlene. I I wanted the show to be different because like, I've already mm-hmm. played the games, and people are like, yeah. "Yeah, but you'll get to experience it with real actors and stuff like that." You know my stance on that. I think that's all bullshit. So, Troy Baker, Ashley Judd, they are real actors. That's what I mean. Like People are saying, yeah. oh, you'll get to see it in live action or this and that. Like, uh, Do you think it'll be as good as the games? 
like that's no. the question. I don't think it will be because well, they're, they're having to. They, they said it's a play on the first game, but there's going to be moments that are completely different. Apparently, are totally different. Oh well, that's good then. I like that. Yeah, I do the, like the lads, um, the Naughty Dog team, are on board as producers and writers, so it's very much in house still. But they mm. said it is, but this it's the first game. But they are going to take. They are taking liberties of certain story. Points, oh, that's so. cool then. It's, it's like a retelling of the first game as opposed to yeah, like a it's direct not going to be. I like that. I mean, whether or not that's true, whether or not it's just going to be like, oh, this character. If I just like, have to sit and watch this and this. the same shit happen, but with two people who aren't the characters, then I, to be honest, mate, I couldn't really care less. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what yeah. the clamor is to sort of go. Oh, it's a video game, but now we can watch it in a movie or TV. Yeah, film. I don't want to like trying to. I, I don't want to see Jedi Fallen Order as a film. Yeah, it's like delegitimizing the art form of games because people can't be asked to play spot them on. is not really for me. It's just yeah, not. spot on, mate. Your reward exactly for playing it. these games is the story that you experience, and if you don't want to play yeah. them. There are fucking thousands of other things to do. But if they're pitching it from the sense where people who've played the games and are fans of the games are going to get something else out of it, then yeah, I'm, I'm on board. Otherwise, again, if you're just yeah. going to retell the story, but it's going to be uncannily weird because these people aren't Joel and Ellie, then... I know. Yeah. I don't well, know. That's, that's the best way to put it, mate. Is you don't want it to delegitimize the games. The games are... There seems to be this ha- massive acclaimed. focus on like games have to be more like movies, and I just... That's my gripe with these kind of games. Uh, among the fact that I love them is that people saying shit like, "Oh, it's yeah. like a movie. It's not even like a game." Like I remember when the God of War thing came out, and the, like the guy from that was like, "Oh, I read the script, and it's like a movie script. It's not like a game script. So, it's no, like it's, a movie it's a narrative." Script. And it's you're just, like, "It's, a it's story. just a fucking script, yeah. man." Like, yeah, that's it, there man. are games that have better stories than a lot of movies I've ever seen, but. It, they're also vice versa. Like it's they're just different mediums. I don't like this thing where we try and push them to be more like movies because I don't think they don't need, need to be. be. Yeah, exactly. no. And this this stands on its own. And like you say, I wouldn't want I wouldn't want anyone to come out and say, "Oh, I think the story is improved by being live action." Because I don't think it will be. Do you know what I mean? They're, they're, they're taking liberties, but that that could be anything. You know, they they, they might change. That's what I mean. This game, someone is, around, as far as narrative uh, driven third person games go is the best in class, like uh, that exact kind of game. Do you think this TV show is going to be one of the best TV shows of all time? Maybe, I mean, but I don't think so. I don't know, because it's got got that to live up to. I mean, what are they going to do? They're going to have like Henry and Sam become recurring characters and he's not going to change. And because that then changes a lot of the dynamic of Ellie's story as well, because it just shows her how far the world's gone and what, the, what people have to do to survive and she's immune and yeah how i don't i don't know me mo dandridge is back as marlene that's cool she's reprising her role yeah um cool. pedro pascal's joel gabriel luna's tommy look pedro pascal and bella ramsey will be fine w- watching the, the quiet place pedro too, pascal just did the last of us but with a little baby yoda i know and he had his head covered for most of it but yeah. i i watched a quiet place two day for a week and when i was watching it there were moments in it where i was like this is the last of us. This is the last seen of it us because I've just been working constantly. But I've been doing the screen checks and going in, and I've somehow not had it spoiled to me yet. Quiet place part. I won't, two. I won't yeah, say when anything, you walk but, in yeah. and see that guy, he does look jollish, doesn't he? Yeah, there's jolly, and there's mo- and there's moments where they're they're walking through this d- d- dilapidated city, which looked like they've been pulled straight from the Last of Us. And yeah. I watched that, and I was like, right, if this is kind of what they can do with, in a film, if they can translate this feeling, this empty atmosphere into the show they could they can nail it they've quite opposed to of all things showed that they can do it you know what you, how you they do it in the last it's, it's spot on is that 
do you need a Last of Us, specifically Last of Us IP movie or or show when there are so many things that are already like it? It's like when people ask me about the Silent Hill movie. You don't need a Silent Hill movie because there are so many movies that borrow from Silent Hill. If yeah, you watch exactly. The Road, The Road is The Last of Us. Like it's mm-hmm. it's God that, Almighty, yeah. It's that sort of emotional impact Jesus. of a story between an adult and a child on a on a journey across a place where it is awful and there's all this shit going down. Like there is no, and, and I will say this: there is no fucking way on this earth that this TV show is better than The Road. And I don't even no. think this TV show will be a better Last of Us thing than The Road. <laughs> that's that's no. more my point, and that's because that's the that's what that film did and obviously the, the book as well i've not read the book it's very that. different when you're adapting a book to a movie than a game to a movie because you with one of them you they're both sort of mediums that are just telling the story you have no sort of choice in them do you whereas game you are experience you are in that world like you're yeah, not experiencing you that character yeah and the character know, lives like, and dies or whatever I feel like I'm being by like overly negative about it but i am i will watch it uh if it's good i hope and, it's great yeah exactly if it's great, okay, my final point now, if the HBO series comes out and it's acclaimed like Game of Thrones was, like everyone's loving it, does that make the third game obvious? Does that mean, look, they're going to not cash in per se, but do they think it's going to change their mind? I think, would you know like what? to think we can. that those are completely mutual from each other. Like mm-hmm. You think so, yeah. I don't know, mate. I don't know how these, I don't know how these cigar like token chomping idiots yeah i don't know how they were Fat cats. the hbo show did real fucking well so let's do a third game in this series <laughs> yeah, let's get a game out on that game boy thing that the kids like now come on <laughs> let's come on let's let's get james james and abby whatever their damn names are called yeah that's it honestly i wonder if it go if it goes well i wouldn't like to think that they'd be motivated but i think i might buy money but i think if the reaction to the characters in live action is positive I do think old Druckers and that will think. I think we've I think got one more left in us before it happens, and we've got factions oh, coming out at dude. some point, which is uh, that's going to be good fun. I think. Yeah, the multiplayer of, and the multiplayer for we're the not going to hear really good. So yeah, they won't announce it for if they're going to do it. It's going to be what two years before they even announce a year and a half before they even announce a damn thing. Oh, yeah, by the way, we're so, going to yeah. do it. Yeah. But how long is how long did it take? It took. It was what six years, seven years between yeah. games, and that's and obviously announcing it, working on it, staffing it, writing it building it, testing it, going back to, you know, it's, it, and then The Last of Us 3, this is, The Last of Us 2 is one of the most acclaimed games ever, if not the most acclaimed game ever, in terms of awards and just, yeah. uh, and praise. How the fuck do you top that in a third game? Not even just gameplay, just expectation. The gameplay could be much better, and the story of the third game could be better, mm. but how are you going to beat expectations? That's the problem. It's like the whole Star Wars thing. The Phantom Menace could have been the best film ever, but would it have hit, every, would it have been good enough for those who hold the OT in such high esteem, it's how do you top this second game? And it's in a similar, people? in a similar situation to this being like the last Jedi and how polarizing it was for some crazy reasons. And there's that huge point as well. Yeah. I don't think these are going to cave like the people who did star Wars are going to do. I think do. they'll double down on it because yeah, they'll double down and make so something. many people. Yeah, exactly. They're not going to cave to idiots like, like another movie did, but we will leave that movie yes. unmentioned. No, they're not going to, cave to the smelly arm brigade so um <laughs> I, I to think the onion groin uh, brigade it. <laughs> kebab cocks <laughs> that lot that's it but i think that's it then for the last of us <laughs> so um we both agreed in i think that 
maybe not by a million miles, but The Last of Us 2 is the better yes. experience, maybe, or a better game. Yes, um, I agree, mate. But the, but the first one, honestly, mate, I flip-flop because the, uh, last, yeah, the first one was so good. Days, I could say the first one, yeah. And maybe I, I love if the I replayed characters. the first one, I would say that as well. I haven't replayed the first one in years. Go so. back to watch the YouTube videos. That's when I was like... God damn, this is good. But the payoff from the first game into the second game, when Joel and it, when Joel has to come come clean, is monstrously good. And like the yeah. ending of the game, when they have their you know, the night the night before he dies, when they have that, and he's like, you know, I'd do it all over again if I could. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So, um, yeah, that's the last of us. Then let us know what you guys thought. We put out a poll on Instagram, and seventy percent of you. Uh, also went with Last of Us Two as the game you preferred, not the better game, but which one do you prefer? Yeah. Uh, so the Last of Us Two, but God, I love the character of Joel in it. I want to get little figures of them, but I can't find any that are under like six hundred quid. Um, um, so if anyone knows be. any, let me find try. I'll, 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 I'll find you some after the show, mate. And finds find everything because he can do that. But uh, yeah, that was it then for this episode of NPM episode forty-two. Thanks everyone for listening. And where can the world find you online? You can find me everywhere. Ant shot first. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> I do this every it's time. Episode five. Um, yeah, you can find me everywhere. Ant shot first. Uh, yeah. Where can they find yeah, you? And you, can, you can find the meat monolith in your dreams. Uh, you can find me at whatiwatchtonight.co.uk, what I watch tonight across the socials. Um, find us on Kofi, Kofi Coffee, co ko-fi.com forward slash moving picture madness. You can, if you want to support the show, you can donate a fiver and that gives you the opportunity to pick a future episode that's within the vibe of NPM. Yeah, um, we've, we've had some good ones coming, coming in. Well. Yeah. yeah. So some great ones. If you, you can also see me play up. the last of us two on, on that platform as well. If you want to see me struggle at a game, I'll put the videos up there regularly. <laughs> yeah. So if you guys want to get in your sort of um, votes on what you want us to do, we've had a few in and we're going to be doing those uh, very soon. So, just yep. yeah get your ideas in anything that you want again we'll just repeat it quickly so it's two movies if you're doing two separate movies uh, we can push to a trilogy if it's the trilogy in the same franchise sort of thing um but yeah just a fiver and you can just get your sort of episode uh ideas in and then we'll get them out roughly in a, a couple of months or so wouldn't you say matt as long as there's no like yeah, yeah. a bunch of big releases coming out in a row that we uh, there are npm sort of kind of films then yeah we'll do whatever yeah, you guys we'll want within reason we'll get them out as quickly <laughs> as possible mate so yeah within, within reason no more il vangelo secondo the revenge or whatever the sequel's called oh, God um, damn it. well you can find us at mp madness pod all across the socials check us out on there follow us for wicked pictures polls and um the usual mpm irreverence but uh thanks for listening till next time see ya and from an peace